Hey, welcome. Flashback with me, though, if you will, to February 2020. And we're all sitting comfy and cozy in our nice little offices without the need for any remote meetings or anything like that, right? And then, bam, all of a sudden, March comes of, of 2020, and everybody needs remote meetings. Suddenly, that impersonal Microsoft Teams meeting that no one really cared about became a hot commodity, only second to toilet paper at the time. Remember that? <laughs> and so now, fast forward just a little bit to a year later from that, right? Earlier this year in 2021, and now that we're all in love with Microsoft Teams, and we're all doing remote meetings all over the place. We just wish it would do X. Now, when I say X, fill in the blank for whatever that X is for yourself because everybody wished it would do something, right? So fill in the blank. But guess what? I know you think Microsoft wasn't listening, but they were, okay? And mm -hmm. thanks to you, I know, right? Thanks to you, Microsoft Teams has been the fastest growing application in Microsoft's history. And when I say growing, it's had more adoption, faster adoption than any other application. And it's changed faster than any other application in Microsoft's history. But how do you keep up with it? With all those changes coming, with everything that's been happening, with all of the, the features and functions that you've added and changed, you know, how are you supposed to stay up with it and get the most out of Microsoft Teams that they, that they want you to? Well, guess what? That's what me and Vinny are here for today. And, and starting today, we're going to do this quarterly. Uh, Microsoft Things is uh, Microsoft Teams session is going to be done quarterly just for you guys. But this is No Law Firm Left Behind, and I'm Jim Gast. And we're here weekly to help your law firm stay competitive, help your staff and attorneys be productive, and all of this to help you get and keep more clients. So listen, I'm going to say this this week. I don't say this this often, but if you enjoy the show, if you see the show that often or, or hear it on, on a podcast, do me a favor. We'd really appreciate it if you like the show, if you share it to your colleagues, make comments, uh, uh, de but definitely subscribe for yourself, please. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put the link up here in just a second so that you have that ability to get to it whenever you want to. We've got a nice little uh, landing page for you. So Vinny, I don't want to waste people's time. What do you got? Hey, I'm Vinny, and I'm at uh, from SpliceNet. Um, and uh, you know, I, before we start, I just want to say we did several shows on Teams features and functionalities uh, a few months ago. So if you want to go back uh, and listen to those shows, we're probably not going to be covering those topics uh, or those features in this show, right? Because there's been there's plenty of new things that have come out since then. All right, so wait, uh, wait, wait, is that a plug, Vinny? That's a plug. Shamelessly. 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 Well, shamefully <laughs> plug the show. Congratulations. No, listen, let me add to that. I'm going to go ahead and put the links to those in the comments for everyone. All right. Okay? Great. On the various platforms. All right. So this feature is not brand, brand new, but it is a feature that many people don't know about uh, in its breakout rooms. Right. So uh, much more relevant when people were not meeting in big groups, um, uh, but, but still relevant today. Right? And I see courthouses using this. Um, I see uh, for for discoveries and such or for uh, different different applications uh, in the courtroom where uh, they're creating a breakout room so that the attorney and the client can talk privately. Right. Or or whatever it is. Right. Um, and. Uh, when they're using teams. And so um, this is a great feature. It's been out for a little while, but not, not, not many people know that it's out there. Um, so breakout rooms is a great feature was not originally in teams probably came out, uh, you know, six months ago or so. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, nice ad Microsoft.
That is a sweet function, and and there's so many applications for it, mediation, so on and so forth. Yep. What do you got? Great. Great. I'd like to. I'd like to start with by this one. Hey, I, I we don't give enough love to the Mac users. Sorry, sorry. I'm a Windows guy. You know, I don't know about you, Vinny. Would you consider yourself a Windows guy or agnostic? I definitely am a uh, use uh, Windows guy. You're not, a Windows. Windows. You're not a Linux guy. I'm no, sorry. I no. Hear that. I'm not for sure a geek like you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's Dave. Anyway, um, and he's not here this week. But no, in all seriousness, a little love to the Mac people right now, okay? Um, I, I know there's been a lot of complaints about, about Teams and it's a little purple uh, notifications because it's not consistent with with what uh, with what you know a- Macintosh users use, Apple users use. And so the good news is is that they introduced Microsoft introduced a way for Mac users to use the Mac notifications instead of Teams. Uh, and so now you can override the Teams notification and put in the Mac notifications. And there, look, I'm not the Mac guy, but I understand there's a lot more control there. If you got mm-hmm. some tips, by the way, if you're, a, if you're a Mac user and you're actually listening or watching, please make a comment. We'd love to know what some of those controls are that, that we don't know about. So I think yep. that's a good one. Vinny. Also, also, if you're listening and you have something, hey, I'd love to see this in Teams, um, put it in the comments as well. Um, we're not Microsoft, obviously. Um, we're not going to change the application, but we'd love to know what you guys are looking for. Where did this Vinny come from? He's like a, <laughs> he's like a marketer now. <laughs> oh, seriously. Um, here's a big one. Vinny, over the last couple of weeks, you and I have been in a lot of different meetings, a lot of them, right? And how many of them have people forgot to start recording? Oh, just two in the last week for me. I know that two. at least two. two. Just forgot. Hey, you know, you started in the middle of a meeting. You meant to record it because you need to memorialize it for some reason or share it with somebody else. So the good news is Microsoft heard you, right? And and saw that people were starting recordings in the middle of their meetings. They look at telemetry. They should, right? And so what they've done is allowed you to set up, when you set up the meeting, set up the meeting options for auto record. I'll also add, you can set up the meeting options for auto transcription too, so yep. that it can also transcribe at the same time. So, you know, for, yep. the, for the hearing impaired. I was just going to actually mention um, live captions, right? Yeah. So live, live captions is a feature in Teams where when you're running the meeting, uh, it puts the little transcription down at the bottom, right? And you can set that to auto happen with the recording as well. So when you get your recording, you also get a transcription of the meeting. Yeah, I, I think that's valuable. Um, you know, I, I wish Restream would do it. Restream, I know you're listening to us through your platform. Please get <laughs> auto transcription in our shows because we're live streaming. Um, here's one that may be not so important for everybody. Um, and you got to be careful with this one, but there is a spotlight for everyone function, right? So when mm-hmm. you, you can, you can use this feature and actually like, if I wanted to spotlight myself, sorry, Vinny, I'm going to spotlight myself. Everybody pay attention to this guy right here. Uh, Microsoft teams has now a spotlight for everyone functionality so that that person is the biggest picture on the screen or the most important picture on the screen. Yeah, and that feature is there for what? Well, yeah, to bring the focus to that person. But sometimes mm-hmm. people have their settings so that whoever's talking uh, is the one that you're you're, uh, had, you're focused on, and that can switch depending on the noise in the background and all that stuff. So you can spot somebody uh, so that uh, they can always uh, be a, be a, uh, visible to you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want me to go to the next one? Uh, yeah, I have another one. Um, go. 
yeah, you can join now a meeting anonymously. Um, and, <laughs> um, that I can tell you, I can tell you, I don't know that in business that I uh, would have any application for this, but I, I can tell you personally, uh, we oh, do yeah. foster, there's, we there's do foster care. We do foster care, right? Um, and I, uh, when we have to do these sessions online and potential the parents on there, we don't want them to have our names and look us up and figure out where their kids are. Um, and so uh, the ability to join anonymously there, right, to those sessions, so they're really court hearings, right? Uh, the ability to join anonymously there. Teams doesn't give you the ability to change your name unless you change it across the board on Microsoft 365. So you have to have some feature, some other feature, which now we have, is to join the meeting anonymously. Um, and great, great functionality. I think it's very much needed in the legal side of things. Let me tell you, from a business perspective, there's absolutely a use case for that training. If you're just trying to train someone, right? You know, it's kind of like listening in without, without, you know, without, uh, without giving up too much information. So, uh, great one. Um, this is a fun one. I know this is okay. It would probably be once I talk about it, it'll probably be the most used function of everything we've talked about. Probably one of the least useful right from a functionality perspective but now you have more emojis. are you talking about gifs oh yeah, huh. emojis. emojis yeah right <laughs> more emojis right you know so it used to be just raise your hand now there's a like and some other other functionalities in teams that it's it's more emojis so it's a way to non-verbally communicate your your emotions and your feelings about something eh, you know it'll be the most useful because it's the easiest one to remember uh, maybe I'm old, but I'm not a I'm not an emoji guy. <laughs> you know what? You are probably an emoji guy on LinkedIn and Facebook and places like no. that. You, do you no. all? Do you, it's easier to make a click than it is to make a comment. <laughs> well, I mean, it, when I say I'm not an emoji, I see people who write word. I mean, entire sentences with you know 15 emojis and things like that, Jim. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, but for me, I uh, I just no. Not my, not my thing. You know I, I hit like, I hit like, I, I put the heart on some things. I laugh at some things. Yeah. In that, in that sense, I use that. Those are more reactions, right? But Microsoft's uh, just trying to play catch up. That's all, yep. you know, just yep. trying to get people that I know I'm with you. 52 years old. <laughs> I like to type things and tell people how I feel, but a picture is worth a thousand words. If I put a pizza, you know what you got to send me, right? Yep. <laughs> Um, Speaking of things that you don't want to see in, in conversations, uh, GIFs and emojis, right? Um, you, you, now uh, you can designate an admin to a uh, to a team uh, that can actually go in and delete people's comments. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is uh, this one is controversial uh, on some in some arenas, right? But uh, it definitely gives you a chance to moderate a channel uh, to make sure that uh, you know nothing that shouldn't be said is, is being said. It could, could be confidential information. It could be inappropriate, whatever it is, right? But you can set a moderator now in Teams uh, and that person can delete. Previously, I can delete my own comments if that option is turned on in Teams. But now as a moderator, I can go in and delete somebody else's comments as well, which I didn't have the ability to do before. You know, I, I, I don't know, but... I mean, from a litigation perspective, mm -hmm. deleting that information may be a bad thing. Do you yep. happen to know if there's a retention on it somewhere that's not in the public eye? 
So uh, if if it works the same way as the leading comments uh, in Teams by your by yourself, it's technically just removing it from view, right? Okay. Okay. Um, so for example, if I'm moving my if I'm moving data over from one tenant one Teams tenant to the other. Uh, all those deleted comments that people have done in the past are going to come over because they're still technically there. They're just hidden from view. So that's the way Teams works. So, um, it, yeah, it, it could tech, it could. Uh, I, I don't know if this new functionality works the same way, but I probably am going to say yes, it works the same way. You, you know, I wanted to also. This is a question to the audience, right? As you listen to this, if you know this off the top of your head, and I'm pretty sure I know this, litigation hold is a functionality in um, in Microsoft 365. So if there's litigation, everything is mo- is kept, nothing is deleted, nothing, everything is memorialized, right? I, I think they uh, they added teams to litigation hold. Do you happen to know that, Vinny, or or does anybody in the uh, you know can make a comment on that? I, I don't know. I can get that information, but I, off the top of my head, I don't know. I'll make a, if somebody, if somebody knows, put it in the comments. If you don't know, it's great. We'll go ahead and investigate because litigation holds an important one. All right. How many times would you just like to mute, unmute people because they left themselves muted in a meeting? Oh man, that's so annoying. But it happens to me all the time. Wait, Vinny, you're muted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. That happens to me all the time as well. (laughs) <laughs> Me too, right? And so, you know, I've got a mute on my microphone on right here. I've got a mute on my screen. You know, it's easy to forget that you're muted. And so um, one of the things that you can do in a meeting now is when you when you control the muting for your attendees, right, um, you can unmute them. And so my recommendation is if you've got a large meeting, then you want everybody mute, everybody muted to join then yep. you give permissions for other people to control their muting, and then you can unmute attendees as necessary. And the difference here is that I used to be able to just mute everybody, but I could never unmute them, right? Mm-hmm. Now I have the ability to unmute. The other, the other function that goes along with that is, uh, you know, when you tell people to raise their hands and then they leave them up, and now you have the ability to lower everybody's hands so that it resets that, that, uh, that flag uh, in the meeting as well. You got it. You got it. New feature. Um, you know that can the uh, the the mute functionality. It's the same with cameras, also. So you can make it so no one can share their camera when they join your meeting. Which again, if you've got you know fifty, sixty people in a meeting, and I've been in meetings that big with Microsoft Teams. By the way, the the maximum capacity is technically ten thousand, and now it's supposed to roll over into a live meet, which is a different type of meeting in Teams automatically. Uh, so ten thousand people. Yeah, you don't want everybody sharing their calendar or their camera, right? Um, or maybe you do. That would be kind of interesting. But I digress. So you can also uh, disable cameras in your meeting options when you set up the meeting. Okay, very important to know. Um, I got another one here. Uh, if you so uh, we we talked about break rooms to kick off, right? Um, one of the things I forgot to mention was that you can now set timers for those breakout rooms, so that once that timer hits. Um, it automatically brings everyone back into the main session. Also, uh, one thing that always irked me is um, sometimes you would get reassigned to a different room because somebody would drop out and then the numbers go off and so on and so forth. Um, now, when you if you have breakout sessions and you go back to the main session and you go back to breakout sessions, you can have people go back to the same breakout room um, if you want that feature, right? Um, and you don't have to reassign them manually to those rooms. 
Yep, yep, yep. A um, couple of things outside of Teams. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not a couple, just one in particular. Uh, the ability to share an email to Teams from Outlook. And so a lot of people know, don't know that this exists. If you're in Outlook and you're looking at the email um, and you're looking at like the, the top right where there, you can actually do controls, replies, so on and so forth, well, you can also share it to Teams. Now, that functionality from my experience, and I haven't done it too much, uh, but I think it just goes to the general, if I'm not mistaken, channel. Does it go to the sub-channels? Can you direct it to sub-channels if you want to, Vinny? Uh, so each, each, each channel has its own email address. Mm. So if you forward it to that specific email address, and this is not new, this has been around for a long yeah, time. That's different. If you, if you forward it there, then you could, do, I, about as far as sharing, I haven't used that functionality. So I'm not sure. Yeah. So I'm looking at it right now. If you're looking at the preview pane of an email, right. Mm-hmm. And you see the reply, the reply all forward, then dot, dot, dot underneath mine, I have shared a teams and mind you, we're on an early release ring. So we're seeing some new functionality, but if you click that share, to teams what mm. it does it comes up with a team purple team screen and you it shows your recent teams that you've been in okay actually it does allow for the sub channels and you can actually type in the name of a team doing it right now and it'll bring up the chan- the team and channel that you want to share it to all right nice very yeah, nice so, so when it gets there wh- what it shares it to is it shares it to the posts right there when everybody goes into a channel but it also puts it in an email folder under files. So that's very nice. Everything nice and organized. So if you got an email that belongs in there, so everybody can see it, that's where you do it. That's definitely yeah. easier. Definitely easier than trying to figure out what each email address oh is for each channel. <laughs> yeah, it saves a lot of time. Now, um, and, and I like that recent because if I'm dealing with this stuff, I'm usually sending things to the same channel all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen that on a mobile phone. I, my mobile phone's over there. I'm not going to test it. But um, if it isn't there, it will be there. I almost promise you. We haven't speaking, talked about much on mobile. Speaking of mobile phones, right? One of the ta- one of the features. I don't know if it, how new it is, but a lot of people don't know about it. Um, is uh, if I start my call, my team session mm-hmm. on my mobile, right? Um, and I get to my office and I want to pick up the call on or I want to move the call over to my computer, right? I can transfer that session. So Teams, when you open up Teams on your computer, if you're if you're on a session already on your phone and you open up Teams on your computer, it knows that you're on a meeting and asks you if you want to join uh, the meeting with this device. And you have two options. You have to you have the option of either transferring it and it works really nice because it turns off the mic and 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 everything on, at the same time as it activates it on the other device. So you're basically it's like transferring a call on a traditional phone, right? And vice versa. If I if I um, need to move to my mobile, right? Um, and I'm on my computer, uh, I can uh, open up the app. It recognizes that I'm in that meeting and ask me if I want to transfer to this device or if I want to join as a second device, right? So, right, same thing on the computer. I can g- join either as a second device or I can transfer the, the meeting to it. And it works beautifully. I use it all the time. You know, I like that second device. And, and, and 
uh, adding that device. Why do I like that? Because of an older function that I tell people about all the time. If you add your device as a, as a second, as an additional device in that meeting, so you click the join because it sees you're in a meeting and add it instead of transfer. Now I can share the screen from either one of them wherever I'm at. So if mm-hmm. I want to share something on my mobile, I could actually share my, my, my mobile phone screen in the meeting, which is just useful ma- if I'm trying to give some kind of instruction. Just make sure to mute your mics. Yeah. Well, you know what I did notice? It mutes one or the other, whichever you joined from the last time I used it. Oh, it does that now. Okay, good. It, do- it doesn't let, it does not automatically come in if you do, if you, if you have them both in one of them, the one joining you know, is muted. You're right. This morning when I transferred from my mobile to my, uh, to my uh, da- laptop, uh, you guys were like, your mic is muted. You're and it's right. because it automatically muted my mic. I'm sorry, Vinny. I think we've already said that 10 times today, not just in that meeting. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Uh, so that's a big one. Um, you know what? I, I, I'll bring it up. And, and it's one it's I, I myself, I haven't used and experimented enough. But if you share things on your screen in your Microsoft Teams, sorry, I, I thought I went on D&D. Um, oh, that's another one to bring up where that's moved to. Uh, if, you're, if you're sharing things on your screen regularly, um, like I do, um, what I would say is that uh, it used to be kind of like at the bottom of the screen, you know, and now it's moved up to the top, what you can share. So the button is That's right. up at the top of the meeting. It's not on a bar anymore. That bar is moved. Okay. Everything is now on the top, out of the way, not mm-hmm. in people's face, right? Um, and so not covering people's faces when you're talking to them. And so that little square with up arrow is there and you drop it down. It gives you new options for, for what you want to share and how you want to share it. I'm going to add also, if you're doing a PowerPoint presentation, there's also different presenter modes where you can be, you know, your face next to the PowerPoint. Yeah. You can actually be the PowerPoint as a background and your face is in front of it and you're talking Re- to people. Reporter mode and all that Yeah, stuff. there's a bunch of different ways to use it. And, uh, and then also in PowerPoints, I heard there was a way to skip slides so people don't see them in, in, a, uh, in some kind of preview mode of the PowerPoint. I, I haven't used it. Go test it out on your own. Today isn't about telling you how. Today is about telling you what. You got another one? Because I have one. Uh, you talked about native notifications in uh, Mac. That feature is also available on Windows, by the way. So, you know, those little pop-ups you get on the bottom by, uh, for your windows uh, with the little clock, uh, by, yeah. over by your little clock. Instead of getting the purple Teams notifications, you can use the native uh, t- uh, Windows notifications as well to receive your notices. Did you just look that one up? That almost feels like a cheat almost. Because <laughs> I talked about I gotta that. Co- <laughs> I got to compete with you. Oh, man, you're killing me. All right. All right. Now, I don't know how long this has been in there, but, uh, you know, one of the things, one of the powerful things about me, uh, Microsoft Teams is its ability for the meetings, right? Chats are great, fantastic. But what if I need an impromptu meeting with somebody and I need, I don't have time to schedule, send them an invite. Let's just go meet. I'm going to send you an email right now. No problem. Okay. And so two things. I, I don't, there is a, and the ability in your Outlook, and I, and I don't know where it's at yet because I haven't tried it in Outlook, but the ability to do a meeting on the fly and email somebody right there out of Outlook. In mm-hmm. addition to that, in the Teams calendar where you would schedule meetings on your Teams, okay, which not a lot of people do. A lot of people do with their Outlook invitations, but you can do it also in the Teams calendar. 
um, there's a meet now button and that meet now button. And then you can immediately email the meeting information to somebody else for them to join up with you. Yeah. And that one's been there for a while, but it's a, again, a feature most people don't know about. They don't, well, maybe they do, but a lot of people probably don't know about, um, is, uh, is that the ability to, I, I use it all the time, uh, before my meeting to test sound cameras and things like that. That's my, that's my test environment, right. To make sure everything looks fine. Um, and you mean it's not always perfect right from the get go. Well, people go in my office and move things around. Oh, I see. I see. I think, uh, yeah. Those are called kids and family and (laughs) not people. We usually call them family. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I got one. I'm going to end it on, you know, me, you got to have the famous last word, right? Go ahead. So hopefully in your teams, you know about the little two arrows in the top left of the screen, whichever one that is, right? The top left of the screen, the little two arrows point either direction. It's the back and forward button. And so if you're in a channel and you need to go back to where you were, no problem. Just click the back button. Those have been there for a really long time. Um, Microsoft's expanded on those. Now, if you just hover without clicking, they drop down and do something different and show you some history. So you can just pop back instead of going click, 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 click. You can just hover over it. No clicking. Just hover over it. And it's either forward or backward. And it'll show you the history. So does it work on long click as well? Uh, I don't know. I've never tried on long click. I just hover over it. When I, it's, it's similar on your browser, like your internet browser. Uh, I, I think of that when you say that. If I if I do a long click, it can uh, give me the, in the, instead of just going back one page, it'll give me the entire history there as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I just, you know what? I just put my mouse. So, so a click, just click and hold will do it too? Yeah. Okay. So a click and hold or a hover will bring up that list. Yeah. Uh, again, probably one of the things that people are going to use more than anything else we said today, probably because yeah. it was the last. Well, Vinny, do you have anything, any final one, like, you know, any piece de resistance, you know, the, the creme de la creme, give me anything left. I'm all <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I went through my list. I, I think there's a lot of stuff that we could have covered um, specific to uh, other business areas. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I tried to focus in on things that, you know, the law firm would use. So, um, but I think, it, I think we covered a lot today. I think we did a good job. You know what? I'll always pat us on the back. Just being here is 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 good enough, right? You know? I mean, it takes a lot to do these things, and we really appreciate you being here. Again, like I said at the beginning of the show, if if you like our shows, please click that like button, okay? Click that like button. And if you uh, if you think other people would enjoy it, share it out. But no matter what, go to the link you see on the screen right here. It's a Linktree uh, landing page. It's really cool. If you And Linktree is really, really a neat function to have for most people. Um, but that's our company, SpliceNet, and no law, firm, no, no law Firm Left Behind, all of our show podcasts and the Pandora, the YouTube, all those places are right there, easy to find, plus the LinkedIn group. Um, and that's the final thing I'll leave us with. If you're not a member of our group on LinkedIn, by all means, please join our LinkedIn group. Lots of great content there. All the shows are there, kind of like on our YouTube. We make sure that they're all there. Plus, usually we put some private in, in, in information out there because it is an exclusive group. We don't just want to let anyone in there. You have to be a legal professional to join the group. There is no marketing and no advertising in the group, no selling in the group, just education and articles and so on and so forth. So, Vinny, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. All right. You have a good one. Listen, everyone. Have a great week. We'll see you next Tuesday, 1030 Eastern time. Take care.